Trying to describe Zen can cause it to lose its meaning entirely. Knowing this, old masters would just say, Zen is Zen, as if that would offer some type of clarity to their students. What they knew is that trying to define or hold the meaning of Zen drives us further from it, and by reducing it to words, it is no longer Zen, similar to the understanding of the first chapter of the Tao Te Ching. The Tao is beyond words and beyond understanding. Words may be used to speak of it, but they cannot contain it. This word puzzle points to the fact that a word like Zen cannot be easily defined. And while it's often used to describe being chill or relaxed, that doesn't encapsulate its meaning. Zen points to an intangible and paradoxical appreciation of the uncertainty of our lives. And I use the word points because it doesn't offer specific steps or offer an absolute understanding. It demands that we appreciate and embrace what we are experiencing while living in the uncertainty of not knowing. Like when a Zen teacher was handed a teacup and said, knowing this glass is fragile and will break if I drop it, I can fully appreciate and enjoy the beauty of the glass as I hold it carefully. Once we respect the impermanence and ever-changing aspects of life, we can be present enough to flow with it rather than try to control it. Zen is about showing up for every aspect of life, the joy and the pain. It's about observing instead of turning away and accepting rather than rejecting. It's about finding value in what we tend to label both good and bad and appreciating the humor in my favorite quote from Zen monk Shinriki Suzuki. Each of you is perfect the way you are and you can use a little improvement. In traditional Chinese philosophy, the yin-yang symbol is used to demonstrate the duality of male-female, light-dark, peace-war. All seemingly opposite characteristics are complementary and interdependent, represented by the yin-yang symbol having a dot of the opposite color inside of it. Generally speaking, yin is characterized as an inward energy that is feminine, still, and dark, and yang is characterized as outward energy masculine, hot, and bright. It speaks to how our world and lives are composed of different and often opposing forces that coexist and even complement each other. Forces opposite each other even come to rely on one another to exist, as there is no shadow without light, there is no death without life. This is why my husband and I chose a yin-yang symbol to represent our Zen Parenting Radio podcast, because duality lives at the heart of all of our discussions. How do we embrace the ambiguity and ever-changing nature of life and still live with an open mind and heart? Even our original Zen Parenting Radio podcast tagline, a logical, practical dad and an emotional and spiritual mom discuss parenting, speaks to the value of two often contradictory perspectives living in harmony. The word Zen in this audiobook and for the Zen Parenting Radio podcast is used not to claim a lifelong study with a master or as a religious path, but as the word that best captures the uncertain and ever-changing human experience. With deep regard for its roots and what the word is attempting to capture, we understand ourselves to be lifelong students of its meaning. Zen represents attentive evolving, and we do our best to approach it as the nature of self-awareness as a deeper understanding of ourselves and others through repeated and consistent practice. Zen also points to a tolerance for ambiguity and becoming comfortable with paradox, 
like we only change when we accept who we are, or the more we try to control, the less control we will have. These contradictions induce what Carl Jung called a mental cramp, the challenge we feel when we begin to confront our unconscious workings. Jung also believed that paradox offered more justice to the unknowable than clarity could, and understanding that paradox allows us to see the whole by holding the tension of opposites. The truth always lies somewhere in between, and paradox protects us from thinking we have all the answers by reminding us how many things can be true at once. We notice the beauty in the midst of pain. We take things seriously while laughing at the absurdity. This is how we can see and understand ourselves more clearly, and then see and understand our partners and children with more willing and open minds.